What's shaking? Fire Nation, JLD here, and welcome to episode 1416 of EO Fire, where I chat with today's most successful entrepreneurs seven days a week. And if you've ever considered hosting your own podcast, Fire Nation, I have a completely free podcasting course for you that's going to guide you every step of the way from launch to monetization. Visit freepodcastcourse.com. Now let's chat with today's guest, Jenny Blake. Jenny, are you prepared to ignite? Absolutely. Thanks yes. for having me. <laughs> Jenny's an author, career and business strategist, and international speaker who helps people organize their brain, move beyond burnout, and build sustainable, dynamic careers they love. She's the author of a new book called Pivot. The only move that matters is your next one. Jenny, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro, and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. Sure. I realized that I was hitting these weird plateaus or quarter life crises actually is what they felt more like every two years. When I was 20, I left college at UCLA early to go work at a startup, which has now become a total cliche, if not a TV series. (laughs) But uh, that was the first time that I sort of took the other fork in the road from what all my friends were doing. They thought I was crazy. You have the next 60 years to work. Why are you going early? But I was the first employee to help build the company from the ground up. I went to finish school and about after two years there, hit a plateau. And instead of Having a tough conversation with my boss, actually, on a whim, applied to Google, interviewed for four months, got the job in training and development there, and made the switch. Two years into Google, hit another Mm. wall, was about to quit, ran into a friend in the parking lot, pivoted internally to doing coaching and career development. And then when my first book, Life After College, was coming out, John, which is when you and I met, once again, I had this crisis of confidence of, here I am at the number one company, people would kill to work here. And yet there's something missing for me. I felt crazy, but I made the tough decision to quit in 2011, give myself six months to move to New York and try and make it. And here we are five years later. Wow. So there's a lot of things that I love about our chat today and what we're going to be talking about. The fact that we are talking right now and we brought a little bit of a nice catch up in the pre-interview. But what I really want to bring Fire Nation in on is that you're episode 46, Jenny, number four, <laughs> six. And I mean, what's mind blowing about that? And there are some Fire Nation faithful who are still here from episode 46. That was 1300 episodes. Ago, wow. Literally. I mean, that was, you know, over three and a half years. I mean, I can't even fathom like how many conversations I've had, like when you add up the minutes since we last talked on EO Fire. And it just blows me away to see like what you were doing then, what you've done in the interim, and then what you're doing now. And that's why I'm really excited to be bringing you back because we're going to be talking about that. I mean, when I interviewed you, I mean, you were rocking it in a lot of different levels and you were had some big plans in these different areas. And, you know, here you are, you know, like years later, and you still do have these big aspirations. You're moving forward in this new book, Pivot, I want to get into as well. But like, what's like going on these last, you know, three, four, five years since we've talked. I mean, like, what has been like your transition from these different pivots that you've made that you really want to make sure Fire Nation gets from your story? Well, first, it's been equally incredible to watch your Aww. ascension and Fire Nation growing. And it's just incredible. So I'm really honored to be back and to be um, such an early guest on your show. And help get it off the that ground. was before I even launched oh. the podcast. 
I want like a bomber jacket, you know, something <laughs> I can wear. That's like, oh, I was episode 46. You know, nobody <laughs> wanted one back then because they were like entrepreneur on what? But like now they're like, okay, uh, yeah. I was alumni. Let's do this. <laughs> yes. You were my power 50. I know I actually forgot about that till right now. Oh, when nice. I reached out to the first 50 guests, I said, will you be part of my power 50? And that's you. Amazing. <laughs> the The biggest thing I would say for your listeners, for everyone who's here is, it sounds so glamorous. Quit the big job, move to New York and run your own business from a laptop. There was such the zeitgeist mm. in the blogosphere for a very long time. And for the first year after I left Google, I would say I ran on sheer adrenaline. Just, I'm going to make this work. I'm going to prove that I can do this and that I, that I wasn't an idiot to leave this amazing dream job and try and think I could make it on my own. I joke that it was like breaking up with Brad Pitt. You really think <laughs> you can do better than Google? Well, did you have stock options? I did. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe. I, I, <laughs> don't, do, don't do the math, Jenny. Don't do the math. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't take me there. <laughs> In fact, you know, I cashed out on some of them, but definitely left some on the table. Yeah. The thing that happened was t- about a year and a half after I quit, I hit this next wall. And this time I didn't have a steady paycheck mm. to fund the exploration about what's next. And I really started to get worried and panic a little bit. My biggest fear is running out of money. And here I was in New York. I was going through a lot of personal crises in that time as well. And I didn't feel right coaching and I wasn't in a very public facing mood. So I, I kind of purposely halted a lot of my business activities, but to the point where my explorations around what's next were not taking me anywhere. And I got to the point where here I was and I had run out of money and I was unable to, it was December of 2013. I'll never forget it. I was looking out of the windows of my Manhattan apartment saying, how do I do this? And am I delusional to think that I'm cut out for entrepreneurship? Is the jig up? Do I need to go get a job? And that was, that was really tough for me. And I think that's the side of solopreneurship that people don't always talk about is how to get out of that pickle. And I started to realize one, I came to one of two conclusions. One, there's either something wrong with me and I'm destined to be this hot mess every two years <laughs> or this midlife and quarter life crisis feeling is accelerating because of the techno- technological advances in our economy. And we're all going to be asking what's next more frequently. And ultimately, when I started working on Pivot, I really found that the latter was the case. This is something we all have to get better at. So there's a lot of things that I love about the story you just told because, I mean, Fire Nation, that was a year plus after Jenny had been on EO Fire. I mean, she was on EO Fire in late 2012. And there she was in late 2013 looking out the window saying, like, how can I pay my bills? How can I pay my rent? And that's the great thing about having a podcast now that's really spans, you know, all of these years, you know, coming up on our fourth year anniversary and over 1,350 episodes is that, I've had a ton of guests who have been on who were rocking and rolling at the time and they were crushing it. And Fire Nation, you were rightfully so looking up to them and saying, man, they're doing amazing things. And they've emailed me back, you know, months, years later, say, hey, John, I'm in a completely new uh, direction. Like that crashed and burned. And, and, you know, and and I completely like flailed out of that. And now I'm onto this new thing. Like, you know, maybe there's a chance that I can come back on and talk about this. And I'm like, that'd be cool because this is the journey of the entrepreneur. It is the ups. It is the downs. And and we talked about a lot of great things you were doing back then, Jenny, and a lot of plans that you had. Some of those came to fruition, some of them didn't. But what you need to know, Fire Nation, is this is the journey 
of the entrepreneur. This is the pulling back of the curtain. That's why I love that new show that came out. Well, not super new, but it hasn't been around that long, but Beyond the Tank, where they say, hey, just because the person was on Shark Tank and they got funded, that's not always a happy ending. Like They don't always crush it. They go beyond the tank and they show these companies that just couldn't make it. And so, Jenny, you've reinvented yourself time and time again, and you're bigger, you're better, you're back, you're stronger, and now you're making money in different areas. And that's what I want to talk about for the next couple of minutes. How do you, Jenny Blake, generate revenue today? Sure. Well, and the the first thing I want to say is, the biggest mistake I made, the reason I hit that wall of getting to zero was I kept trying to do what everyone else was doing Mm. online. I kept trying to fit myself. I was like a round peg in a square hole (laughs) of doing online marketing and business activities that ultimately didn't bring me joy. And therefore, I wasn't as motivated to do them. And I wasn't successful at them. I had to realize where my strengths really were. I loved building and facilitating courses didn't love marketing them. So that that was what really started to enlighten me about the pivot that I made, which is to go back and look at what has worked, what is working and double down on that. So how I earn a living today is not much different, actually, than when we first talked. I'm still doing coaching, speaking, writing books and running online courses. And I have a private online community called Momentum. And now in the last year, I also launched the Pivot podcast. So yeah, which is so (laughs) fun. It's, it's one of my favorite things that I do. And so, um, that's really my mix and how I, and you know, a little bit of affiliate stuff, but not too much in comparison. The bulk is really from coaching and speaking and the books. Now I'm really glad you use that word momentum. It's actually one of my favorite words because to me, it's one of the biggest challenges that we face as entrepreneurs. Like it is so hard to gain that initial traction and gain that initial momentum. And once you do get that, I mean, it's just like you want to keep that snowball rolling down the hill because once you have that momentum, things do get easier. You know, podcast interviews come to you, blog posts just get posted. Like, you know, I just had a thing from Kate. She just scheduled over to me like an hour ago where Inc. featured the Freedom Journal. I was like, I didn't even know that was happening. But like, you know, that's the kind of stuff that happens when you have that initial momentum and it's so hard to get there. I mean, you know, Inc. did didn't know entrepreneur on fire from, you know, pants on fire a couple years ago, (laughs) but that's just the reality. You have to gain that initial momentum and then you have to learn how to keep it going, Fire Nation. So I love that, Jenny. Now, you got some stories that we're going to be breaking into today and I kind of want to focus on one that you would consider your worst entrepreneurial moments to date. I mean, I'm kind of picturing you look out, looking out that New York City window in December of 2013 and just watching the snowflakes go down and being like, what? <laughs> but was that the worst moment or do you have like a real worst moment story? That, that was one of the worst because in that moment, it was my confidence that was the last thing to go. Mm-hmm. You know, I was willing to let the finances dwindle, but the reason that made that so tough is that it got to a point where I truly didn't know if I was cut out to be doing this. Yeah. When I worked at Google, I felt like I'm a good employee. I was, I was always been a straight A student and I had a manager give me feedback once that I'm not very strategic, Ooh. which is such, it's kind of BS, let's just say. But <laughs> and she was not my favorite manager, but I had that fear that, oh, I'm not going to be able to do this on my own. I'm good at following directions, but can I set direction? And so in that worst moment, the part that made it so difficult for me was I, I just lost that sense of 
yes, I know I can do this. And I'm definitely cut out for it because I really wanted to be real. I don't want to be that delusional person that that um, is not willing to look at the reality. One of the things I love about business is it's a true meritocracy. If I do things that don't work, I'm not a bad person. I just didn't hit the right market need at the right time. And so I try to stay very realistic. I don't want to have like magical thinking that everything I do is gold and I'm going to be successful no matter what. None of us are entitled to having our business work. It's about getting really smart and strategic and aligning our strengths. So in that, in that lowest moment, I think that was, that was the hardest part was, am I going to have to leave New York, this city that I love? And am I going to have to fold this business that I love? So looking back, and now that you have this great mastermind called Momentum, how did you lose momentum in the first place? Like, how did that happen? And how can Fire Nation maybe learn from those lessons that you learned? I was looking too far outside of myself for answers. I was too focused on what wasn't working, what I didn't have, and what I didn't know. And I kept, I even hired a business coach. And we were looking at these ideas that were going to take six months to a year to implement. But those were not going to help pay the bills the next month. So the big aha moment I had was, what has already worked? I have a book. I have a speaking career. Mm. I have coaching clients. What on earth am I doing spinning my wheels about these big new ideas that are so far out in front of me? The whole concept of a pivot. I thought about the basketball player who has one foot grounded and then they use the other foot to scan for passing options. Well, I was missing my plant foot. I was not leveraging the strengths and relationships and experiences and, and interests that I already had. And as soon as I started to double back and call my old coaching clients and create a program for them, which was originally called Brilliant Sparter, it's now called Momentum, I started to regain my footing. I started to regain my confidence. I, I was determined to solve this. You know, you know me, I love templates and systems. Right. And so I wanted to create a method and a methodology for answering the question, what's next? Because it was so inefficient how I had been trying to answer that question. And if certainly if I was having that challenge, I was sure others were too. And if we all have to be asking this more frequently, well, then let's get better at it. What a great analogy. I loved that just visual you created of the basketball player with his foot planted. And what is he doing? He's scanning for options, but he's moving. He's keeping moving. He's looking around, keeping the ball away from the defender. What is he doing? He's pivoting. So I just love how you brought that all together. Now, Jenny, you've had some great aha moments throughout your life. And you've already shared a few incredible ones throughout this little chat that we've had today. And by the way, Fire Nation, if you want to hear some killer aha moments and worse moments, hey, go check out episode 46. Yes, it was 1,300 plus episodes ago, <laughs> but this is the EO Fire flow, don't you know? <laughs> I love it. Oh, so Jenny, take us to one of your greatest aha moments and kind of expound upon that and share with us like, you know, how you turned that idea into success. Another big one was not trying to do too much at one time, this idea of small experiments. And that was something I learned in my time at Google. We had the mantra, get scrappy or be scrappy, launch and iterate. These were how we were trained to create programs that if you wait too long for something to be perfect, your market might have moved on by then. So part of the pivot method that I ended up creating, which is this four-stage method that I talk about in the book, is piloting. And if you think about the basketball player analogy, it's passing the ball around the court. So where do you have the best position to make a shot? That's the fourth stage, which is launch. And so by piloting, you're not putting all your eggs in one basket. This is about diversifying and running small career and business experiments to test what I call the three E's. 
enjoyment? Do I actually like doing this thing? Expansion? Is there more room in the market for where this came from? And expertise? Can I become an expert at it? And do I want to? The three E's, Fire Nation. If you didn't get those, I hope you hit. Actually, let's just go through them one more time, Jenny. Sure. So any good pilot or small experiment should help you test and answer three things. One, do you enjoy it? Two, can you become an expert at it? And do you want to invest that time in your learning and development? And then three, expansion. Is there more room in the market where that came from? If you love underwater basket weaving, but (laughs) nobody wants to learn it from you, there's not a market for it. As much as you want there to be a market for underwater basket weaving fire nation, <laughs> we're going to break it down for you right now. It's not going to happen. So right. a lot of things that I took away from that. I mean, number one, and this is just something that I'm just kind of pulling out of this entire conversation that we're having. Fire Nation, if you're not really following your bliss, if you're not continuing to check in with yourself and saying, hey, am I on the right path? You are going to look up one day and experience burnout and say, man, because I'm, I'm way off from where I wanted to be because guess what you haven't been doing? You haven't been making the small pivots. You haven't been making the small adjustments along the way to make sure that you stay on the path that you want to be on so when you're waking up every morning, you're doing what you want to do. And I mean, Jenny, you know that the flight from San Diego to New York City, if you take off in San Diego and you just go 1% off when you take off, you're going to land in like northwestern Quebec. I mean, you're going to be way off from where you were in New York City because what happens? In the air, the pilots make small pivots, small adjustments, incremental changes while they're flying to make sure that they're landing on that dime in LaGuardia. That's just the reality. So what are you doing every single day? to make that happen. So, Jenny, let me pass it over to you now. In just like one or two sentences, what do you want to make sure Fire Nation gets from your story? Look at what's already working. The answer to the business and career that you want to build is already right under your feet. That the biggest mistake that I made and that I see other people making is not doubling down on what's already working. And that's your biggest source of strength and success. And Jonna, you mentioned momentum that yeah. when we get better at this pivot mindset, the, the pivot points that we reach don't have to be so jarring. Instead, it's actually more fluid and continuous. And we have a sense of flow in our life and business because we're constantly piloting and pivoting. And it doesn't have to be such a shocking thing that seems to come out of nowhere. Jenny, what's your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? Marketing. (laughs) I can do it when I really love something like Pivot, the book that's coming out. But in general, I'm not great at it. Writing sales page copy and creating Facebook ads. It's just none of that is my jam. I love creating stuff. But But this is this is marketing right here. And you know, it doesn't really feel like marketing. So you just gotta find the kind of marketing you like. Yeah, I could do authentic marketing like this. I love these kinds of conversations. Absolutely love it. And I have to just really believe in the product. But that was a big thing that that stopped me a few years into running my business. I thought, I cannot become a professional online marketer. Yeah. It is just not my zone of genius. Oh. What would you say your biggest strength is or your zone of genius? Simplifying complexity. I love taking big, hairy questions like, how do we create a methodical process for change, you know, and creating templates and systems. I have over 30 templates on my website and listeners can check out the book toolkit too, which is at pivotmethod.com slash toolkit. And I love creating templates for everything from someone's ideal day. I even have a breakup processing template to a four-step budget. I mean, if there's a life area that can cause confusion, especially for me, I'm the one that goes through it first. And then I can 
navigate my way through and create a template on the other side, that's a good day. (laughs) So Jenny, you have a lot of things going on that you're excited about, but what's the one thing you're most fired up about today? I am loving the Pivot Podcast. I am just so, it's so joyful. Even if I had zero listeners, I know. Which you don't. I (laughs) I know. I just love talking to my heroes. Authors have been my heroes since I was a little kid. And I love having interesting conversations with smart people. It's just such an awesome format. And John, I have to say thank you for paving the way in this field. You've just done such an incredible job and it's been a real inspiration to watch. Well, thank you. I mean, the biggest joy that I get is seeing people, honestly, Jenny, like yourself, who just have such a great voice, such great energy and are now out there spreading this, you know, to the world, you know, having great conversations with great people and hitting people that I would never hit and that other podcasters never hit because you just had that unique voice, that unique message. So I just love all of those things. And Fire Nation, Jenny's going to be dropping some value bombs in the lightning round, so don't you dare go anywhere. You too, Jenny. We're going to take a quick minute to thank our sponsors. I remember launching eofire.com back in June of 2012. That was such an exciting day. And I also remember the site being down for several hours when one of the servers crashed at the hosting company I was using, Yikes, that was not an exciting day. If you're a small business owner, digital entrepreneur, or freelancer, visit hostpapa.com slash fire to check out what our friends at Host Papa have to offer. And because they're fans of this podcast, they're offering our listeners 15% off new shared hosting accounts. Just enter our code FIRE at checkout for a 15% discount. That's Host papa.com slash fire and use the code fire to get 15% off powerful, reliable, and secure website hosting for small business owners just like you. Are you stuck for ideas on how to create an amazing logo, website design, or social media backgrounds? Let's face it, for some of us, design just isn't our expertise. Luckily, I've got just the place, Design Crowd. Design Crowd helps startups and small businesses crowdsource custom graphics, logos, and web designs from designers around the world. In just four steps, you'll be rocking your new custom graphics. Step one, post a brief that describes the design that you need. Step two, Design Crowd will invite its 500,000 designers to respond. Step three, within hours, you'll receive your first design and over the course of several days, a typical project will receive 60 to 100 plus different designs to choose from. Step four, pick the best design and approve payment to the designer. Visit designcrowd.com slash fire. That's D-E-S-I-G-N-C-R-O-W-D.com slash fire for a special $100 VIP offer. Or simply enter the discount code fire when posting your project on Design Crowd. Jenny, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? I am. Let's do this. <laughs> what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? The feeling that I didn't know if I was, if I could set direction. You know, I, I was that, what I mentioned earlier about being good at following direction. And I have to say, I'm so happy. There's not a single day. <laughs> I loved my time at Google, but I have not regretted it for one second of one day, even in my lowest moments as an entrepreneur. I'm so happy with the freedom, flexibility, and structure and strategic thinking that I get to do running my own business. What is the best advice you've ever received? I had a mentor say to me, just take one step at a time. You'll know the one step after that when you get there, just as you always have. And that reminded me that I don't have to know everything up front. If I just keep putting one foot in front of the other, 
I'll know the next thing to do. But we just don't always know it right up front. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? Meditation, 100%. 20 minutes in the morning when I can. Right now I'm on a 150-day streak. And uh, I recorded an episode about how meditation rewired my brain for the Pivot Podcast, which um, I, I was, there was a time where I thought I'm too sensitive for my own life. I can't handle the level of anxiety that I experience on a daily basis. And now I'm three years into a meditation practice and I absolutely feel clearer, calmer, more focused, more strategic. I get all kinds of business ideas. Not that I do it for that purpose, but even though it can be like saying to someone, eat your spinach, I really (laughs) think there's a lot of great things that can come from sitting still for at least five minutes with your eyes closed. Have you ever heard of Muse, M-U-S-E? Yes. Oh, I love it. It's a little headband fire nation you put around. It kind of fits over your ears and you sit there and you meditate and it actually hooks up to your smartphone. So you're using it with an app. And as you're actually meditating, it's measuring your brainwave. So as you kind of start to lose focus and lose the flow, so to speak, starts to kind of waves start to crash and it starts to get louder in the wind. And then when you get into flow, then you start hearing some birds chirp and you're like, oh, I'm there. And it's like really nice and peaceful. And then what it does is, you know, you can just really measure your progress. And I've been able to see now visually how I've improved as a meditator over the past few months by doing it religiously and learning how to get into that state. So powerful stuff. And speaking of cool resources, Jenny, what's an internet resource like Evernote that you can share with us? Evernote and Google Everything are a baseline and Slack, but for maybe lesser known hidden gems, I love Zapier and If This Then That Mm. for automating processes and connecting online apps. So having apps talk to each other. Every time I create a zap or an if this then that rule, I feel so lucky that not only do we have all these web 2.0 tools in the cloud, but now we even have tools that help those tools talk to each other. (laughs) And that just blows my mind every day and helps automate a lot of my repetitive business tasks. Now, Jenny, if you could recommend one book for our listeners that's going to be, of course, joining Pivot, The Only Move That Matters Is Your Next Move by Jenny Blake on our bookshelves, what would that book be and why? I'm going to cheat and say two. One is Anti-Fragile, Things That Gain From Disorder by Nassim Taleb. Given everything we've talked about, it was one of the books that helped me realize Oh, we are as humans, as entrepreneurs, we are anti-fragile. When we hit those dips, it actually makes us stronger. We become better entrepreneurs, better business owners on the other side. I wouldn't take away those low moments we talked about. They are the foundation of everything I have created since. And that's anti-fragile. And Nassim Taleb is a brilliant writer. The other one is 10% Happier by Dan Harris. That's a book about meditation from a fidgety skeptic who was a GMA morning news anchor who had a panic attack on national television. Really? Is it on YouTube? I got to watch it. Yes, it is on YouTube. And his writing and his style is so hilarious because he is essentially a fidgety skeptic who's an overachiever who's totally skeptical about meditation and its benefits. And the book is his journey to learning more about it and told through a really hilarious lens. And he also now has a podcast, which I love, and a meditation app, which is great. What's the name of the podcast? 10% Happier. 10% Happier. Jenny, I want to end today on fire with a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. Sounds great. I'm at JennyBlake.me and on Twitter at Jenny underscore Blake. And if any of you in Fire Nation want to check out the book and all the book resources, that's at PivotMethod.com. Killer. And the Pivot Podcast anywhere you subscribe to Cass. (laughs) 
<laughs> and a parting piece of guidance. Just start. Just start. I, I am such an advocate of small steps, not big leaps. Just look for the small things that you can do that will build up over time and create that momentum snowball. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with JB and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com and just type Jenny in the search bar. And of course, episode 46 will come out, which would be awesome to listen to. You'll be, you'll be listening to- I'm scared to listen uh, back. <laughs> you are. Hello. At least you were awesome back then. Like This is pre-launch of EO Fire. I still <laughs> didn't know my arse from my elbows back then at all um listen to that it'll be it'll be hilarious fire nation you'll love it and then of course you're listening to this one so you can listen to this again and the show notes page for jenny blake will pop up in that search bar and you can just check out all the links these are the best show notes in the biz time stamped links galore but of course you want to make sure that you are checking out pivotmethod.com her book pivot just google it. you can get there jennyblake.me and check out her podcast you want to hear her voice on a more regular basis you should it's pretty amazing make it happen and jenny i want to thank you for sharing your journey with fire nation today for that we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side JLD, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure and huge thanks to everyone who's listening. Fire Nation, I hope you enjoyed the chat with Jenny and myself today. And you have big, big goals. And the Freedom Journal is going to guide you in accomplishing those, Fire Nation. Simply visit thefreedomjournal.com and start accomplishing your number one goal in 100 days today. And I'll catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. Looking for a powerful web hosting solution and cloud-based productivity tools for your business? Visit hostpapa.com slash fire today and use our exclusive promo code FIRE to save 15% off their shared web hosting packages. That's hostpapa.com slash fire.